back at it again. It's another edition of the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show with your host here, RIC, and the place to be, Rick Saratella, on location at the Draft Bible headquarters in New Jersey. Guess what, folks? In just a week, we'll be taking that ride down the Jersey Turnpike, down to Philadelphia, where we will uh, really know where all of our guests on the Player Spotlight Show will land. It is destination time, just one week from today. Make sure you log on NFLDraftBible.com for all our live coverage. Of course, Twitter at NFL Draft Bible. And today's show, uh, we have Kentucky offensive lineman John Tote. We caught up with him at the Senior Bowl. Our good friend Joe Everett was out there uh, on location in Mobile. And now we're going to catch up with John and see what's transpired since January uh, and talk about the combine and his pro day. And today's show, the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight, that is, is brought to you by Premier Athlete Advisors. Check out premierathleteadvisors.com. All you 2018 NFL Draft prospects, uh, our good friends Adam and Matt over at uh, Premier Athlete Advisors. Now, time for today's uh, star of the show. He's so kind to take some time out of his schedule and do this on a short notice. So we uh, thank you for that, John, and we welcome you into the hotline. How are we doing today? Doing well. Thanks for having me on. Hey, we appreciate it. And, you know, as I mentioned now, just a week away, this has been a long uh, process for you. Training the last three months probably feels like three years, and now we're just a week away how was the draft process, John? Was it nerve-wracking? Did you get to enjoy the moment at all? Uh, what was the whole process like for you? Uh, the the beginning stages go pretty quick. I mean, um, after our bowl game, you know, you're just – I was getting prepared for the senior bowl, and then after that, getting prepared for the combine. Um, and after the combine, there's my pro day was, you know, relatively – quick turnaround after the combine like five days so after after my pro day it's been probably um the most downtime i guess not really preparing for any event besides just rookie mini camp so it's been kind of a long window a lot of waiting and probably the most frustrating part is just the uncertainty about it all but it's gonna come to a close here in about a week so exciting time oh yeah yeah, you're going to be somewhere, and you'll have a new playbook, and you'll have uh, not enough time in the world to learn that fast enough. And, you know, let's take the stages uh, one at a time and go back to the bowl game because this was the first year since 2010, I believe, that the Wildcats got to a bowl game. So uh, what do you attribute that to, being a four-year starter, obviously a team senior leader. Uh, what do you think was the big difference maker this year getting to the, back to the bowl game? I don't think it was just this year. I mean, it was a culmination of uh, a lot of years. And, um, you know, Coach Stoops came in in 2012 or 2013 and, um, you know, had to radically change the culture of, of an entire program. And that takes that, – that doesn't always just happen in a year. And, you know, we kind of been building, and um, last year was kind of the highest point uh, the program has reached so far. So um, it was just a culmination of hard work and uh, putting in the time, really. And then you go on to the Senior Bowl in Mobile. Obviously, the entire league in attendance, 
uh, I felt like you had a strong week from from everything I've heard and seen. Uh, you know, felt like you really helped your draft stock and, and began that good momentum there. How did you feel like you did? I felt like I performed well in the game. Um, I, I thought I started out slow uh, at the beginning of the week, um, but, you know, just kind of having some growing pains, learning a, a new playbook and getting used to all the, the new uh, – technique and stuff just because I come from a, a spread system so there are little different nuances when it comes to a, a pro style offense so that was a little different to adjust to but I thought I kind of got the hang of it the second and third day and then put it all together uh, during the game and then we move on to Indianapolis where again you know it, it must be nice because between all your travels I'm sure you've had a chance to speak with either formally or informally with just about every NFL team, but what, what is the combine experience like for you? I know uh, they keep you up very late at night. They wake you up very early in the morning. We had, you know, an incident like we never saw this past year at the combine when somebody got sent home. Uh, What was the combine like for you? And uh, we hear some crazy stories. Some 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 players get them, some players don't. But any any kind of interesting stories behind the closed doors? I know one player told me they that he had a staring contest with one of the teams. But did you get any of that kind of stuff? And, <laughs> and what was the overall experience like for you? Uh, no, really crazy stories like that. But just the combine in general is just. I mean, it's it's kind of a marathon. Um, the first two days are all just medical medical checks, and it's a lot of what they like to say is they call it um, hurry up and wait. So you're always rushing to the next spot, like trying to trying to figure out where you're going, and then you're just sitting there for like 30 minutes or an hour, like waiting to do what you went there to do. And it's a lot of that, and they don't tell you the schedule, so you're kind of just in the dark the whole time, just following the leader. So. The uh, the absence of you know a schedule is is somewhat frustrating, but you know they all the coaches there know what they're doing and they're they're doing it for a reason. So just a way to uh, to evaluate as much as they can in that that short window of time. Yeah, hurry up and wait. That reminds me of the traffic here in New Jersey, John. I mean, everybody's in a rush to get to the next red light over here. Uh, you know, talk to me though about the combine because listen. Anybody who knows your game knows that you're not going to jump through the gymnasium and take anybody's breath away with these measurables, but when they pop on the game film, they're going to see a tough, nasty guy in the trenches. Did you kind of get that feel talking from the NFL teams, and, and what's the feedback been like from the teams you know, that you've had a chance to talk to either yourself or your agent move uh, throughout the process? Uh, any kind of uh, role? that you kind of see yourself playing, you know, is it definitely center? Have some teams like yeah, guard or what's been the overall feedback? Um, just from what I've gathered, uh, I think teams see me as primarily a center, but obviously, you know, most teams only dress seven, maybe eight guys usually on the offensive line. So having a, a guy that can play center and guard in a, and also a guy that can play tackle and guard is, you know, valuable. So I think most teams see me primarily as a center, but, um, you know, obviously they would try me out at guard as well uh, just to see, uh, you know, how much I can do. 
Um, but yeah, just the feedback I've gotten has been positive. I mean, the, all the scouts and, and the coaches know that, you know, I have, I'm a guy of, of high character. I, I don't get in trouble off the field and, um, you know, the coaching staff at Kentucky loves me and, you know, they say good things about me. So in terms of, of all that kind of stuff, you know, they don't really have very many questions. So it's when I'm meeting with coaches and, and, and scouts and stuff, it's easy to just get down to, to football and not have to get hung up and on off the field stuff and classroom issues and all that kind of stuff. So in terms of scouting me, uh, it's been, I think, somewhat easier for <laughs> for the scouts and coaches because, I mean, they know what they're getting. I have good good film and a lot of it, and, you know, I'm not a guy that's going to create issues off the field. So um, they don't have a lot of questions to ask me, honestly. John Toth, Kentucky offensive lineman, a stud center for the upcoming 2017 NFL draft, and uh, John, you mentioned some of your strengths. I mean, the versatility, the leadership. Uh, what would you consider your one or two best attributes if, if we had to say, you know, what separates you from some of the other draft prospects, some of the other offensive linemen coming out in this year's draft class? What would that characteristic be that kind of separates you from the man next to you? I would say – First of all, my just my hands in in pass pro are are good, and being able to keep a defender away from me, and then I I think also just my ability to get movement in the run game is is above average as well. And how about you know we talked about the training process. Obviously, you were training for all these measurable types of testing, but also there's positional work involved and I know you're always trying to stay up on your game and stay sharp and you know what was something that you worked on trying to get better at or or an area of your game that you wanted to improve uh, between January and draft time Um, I think just general run game stuff because uh, learning the pro style they're a little different Um, the steps required on like outside zone and inside zone and, and the angles are a little different, just slightly different. So just working on that and, and getting it down to second nature, just so you're not thinking about it on the field is something else kind of working on, as, as well as just second-level blocking has been an issue for me. So trying to, to handle that as well. All right, very good. Uh, how about, you know, a little bit about you off the field, you know, you've been doing a wonderful job breaking it down between the lines, but how about outside the lines when you have a little bit of free time, which I know is not much, but any hobbies, any activities you like to to participate in when you're not studying the playbook or playing football, maybe tell us a little bit about yourself or something we may not know. Uh, yeah, I mean, right now I'm pretty pretty lame just staying in the house really watching Netflix or reading, but I have been known to make things with my hands before, like using wood and, you know, I have a family has a lake house in Southern Michigan that, you know, I'd go to in the summers. Um, But, you know, I, I try to stay off the water in terms of like water sports nowadays just to be safe, but, you know, just riding in the boat, hanging out with friends, being outside, just stuff like that. 
Yeah, definitely smart to be safe this time of year. I, I had one player on last week said he, he likes to go cliff diving in his spare time. And, you know, I, I'd say you better you better hang that up for a little <laughs> bit <laughs> between yeah. now and the draft. Let's keep that on the back burner. But uh, what, yeah, what about, you know, <laughs> right? What about, you know, this final week? I mean, what's it going to be like for you? I mean, are you still working out? Are you taking some time off and resting up the body? And then what are, what are the plans for the draft weekend? Are you a guy that sits around and, and watches the entire thing? Do you check in periodically? Will you go off fishing somewhere in a boat? What, what's your draft plans? <laughs> um, I honestly haven't figured the, the draft plan out yet, but in terms of preparation, yeah, just, you know, just preparing in the weight room and, and being smart and, you know, not, not killing myself this week. I don't let the body recuperate. And then, um, yeah, in terms of the draft, just I probably won't watch it, to be honest. Just be with friends and family and just hang out and catch up and, you know, just kind of hang out with friends and family, honestly. I, to say I won't I won't watch it at all would probably be a lie. I might turn it on for a minute or two, but um, I don't know. Wait, wait by my phone mostly. <laughs> Hang out with uh, people back right. home. And you're you're an Indianapolis cat, right? You're you're from the same neck of uh, uh, the woods from our guy Joe Everett out there in Indianapolis, aren't you? I am, yeah. I like Indy. That's a nice city. So you didn't have to travel very far for the combine. That was nice and convenient for you, right? I guess you had that the uh the heads up a little bit a little hometown cooking which by the way i must say i i really like i think indianapolis is really underrated in terms of some of the food they have and the music oh scene, yeah a lot of live music man i really dig the whole scene and, and what they've done with that city you haven't had a shrimp cocktail until you've had the san Elmo's shrimp cocktail correct and i'll get and i'm going to give you my hidden gem that everybody looks at me crooked when i say it and they well, the locals have probably been there, but everybody in town for the combine, every time I say I'm going here, nobody knows what I'm talking about. But the Slippery Noodle, that's my spot. The Slippery <laughs> Noodle. I've never been. You see that? You see that? I'll have to. New Horizons on your radar. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. I'm going to have to check it out when I'm back home. Hey, if you like the live music, I mean, you walk into this place any given night, you walk in, they got three different rooms. A lot of times they got three different bands playing. It's really a great spot, you know. And they didn't even pay me to say that, but a little bit of free advertising for the Slippery Noodle <laughs> in Indianapolis. Here we gotta uh, give them a little shout out. Is it true, John? Uh, I'm reading here that in the 48 games you started, over 1,300 passing plays. I don't know who charts these things. I guess they have. They do keep track. Only four sacks allowed in your career. Is that is that true? Uh, if it's on there, it's probably true. I don't know. I mean, they, they do track every game, the the number of snaps, pass, the pass snaps, the run snaps, and, and just different measurables like that. So, um, I mean, I assume if they just add it all up, then that's probably that's fairly accurate. That's only one, <laughs> one sack a season, and they, and they also have here only five quarterback hits allowed in over 1,300 pass plays, which is, is really incredible. So uh, shout-out to you, sir. And you graduated in December with a mechanical engineering degree, so I see, you know, maybe uh, 
that would that woodwork that you do coming in. I, I can see the interest there. So what about anything we haven't <laughs> covered on or, on or off the field, John? Uh, you know, you're becoming a very interesting man in this 2017 NFL draft. Anything we didn't touch upon? Uh, no, I think I'm all good, unless you guys have anything else. Well, I do wrap up every show with one final question, and that's, you know, I like to give the players the platform of uh, uh, an opportunity to sell yourself. So if I'm an NFL general manager, I just want you to tell me why I should draft John Toth. Uh You should draft me because I'm going to work my tail off every day and, you know, I'm not going to come in and create trouble and I'm going to, you know, be a guy that's going to be available to play um, whenever and wherever. And, you know, I'm, I'm just going to be a team guy. So that's that's John Toth. <laughs> that's it, baby. Short and sweet. Well, John, we appreciate it. And uh, thank you so much for hopping on the Player Spotlight Show. We're looking forward to seeing where you land. And uh, hopefully, you know, there's two, uh, two New Jersey teams here that could use some help on the offensive line. And there's another team back home in Indianapolis could probably use some help on the offensive line. But wherever you may land, we will definitely be on the lookout and paying attention and looking forward to it. So uh, best of luck, my man, and, and thanks again for all your time. Yeah, I appreciate it, Rick. Thanks for having me. All right, there you have it. John Toth, Kentucky center, hey, maybe even guard. But uh, to me, you can argue that he is arguably – he's right up there in, in my book for – arguably the best center in this year's draft. I think this is a guy being underrated, undervalued, first-team all-SEC selection that is going to come in from day one, compete for a starting job, might go go day two, might go day three. I don't know where exactly, but I can tell you that there's certain players, and maybe because the centers are devalued in terms of draft value, and a lot of teams will look to go the undrafted free agency route, but you know, this kid's getting drafted, and he's going to come in, and he's going to compete immediately. Uh, Plug-and-play starter. So uh, glad we can definitely get him on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show here, brought to you by Premier Athlete Advisors. Also, shout-out to Vayner Sports and our guy, Luke Williams, over there, uh, helping us coordinate this interview. We always appreciate that. And, uh, you know, we'll be on location just one week from today down in the city of brotherly love. And we've been fortunate enough to track John's uh, path to the draft. Like I said, Joe Everett caught up with him at the senior bowl. He spent a few minutes with us there. And then uh, we do have his uh, podium or conference interview with um, the media on the all access football YouTube channel. So you can catch up with him there. And then we just kind of brought the whole story together between January and now. So if you're just tuning in or you want to listen to this show in its entirety, you can check the archives here on Block Talk Radio. We're also on iTunes now. We post everything we do on the Twitter feed, at NFL Draft Bible. And, of course, we'll get it up on the website, NFLDraftBible.com. Since 2002, bringing you the names you need to know first. It's what we do, people. So uh, I was your host, Rick Saratella. Till the next time, RIC in the place to be and i appreciate all my family thank you for listening till the next time we'll catch you later everyone